Hi guys, we forgot to film an uh, intro, but this is Highland. This is Ash filming an intro. Usually MK would be here too. And this is Heather's part two. Hope you guys enjoy. They murder Red Heather um, and then they make it look like a suicide and Veronica is able to forge the note and it's basically like, um, just because you're beautiful and popular, people think your life is easy. Suicide seems the new natural answer to the myriad of problems life presented me with. I die knowing that no one knew the real me. And so they forge that and then the like administrators try and figure out what to do and it's all just really dark, dark. and funny. Yeah. <laughs> like basically it seems like the consensus is that Everyone thought that she was, like, a bitchy airhead, and mm-hmm. this has kind of given her depth. Yeah. Um, and it's also, ironic because it's not, like, yeah, it's not like she did actually kill herself, and everyone's yeah. projecting their own feelings exactly. onto her or the scenario. Yeah, so one boy says, like, we used to go out, and <laughs> she said that I was boring, but now I know that it was just that she was dissatisfied with her own life. When it first happens, um, JD is freaking out, but it rings hollow. Like, he's obviously faking. he's faking. He's not rattled at all. He was planning on killing her the entire time. 100%. And Veronica is disturbed, but she also says, oh, now I'm gonna have to send my SAT scores to San Quentin, which is a prison in California, for those who don't know. Uh, instead of Stanford, and it's like, well, that's very narcissistic, that's, that's where your first thought goes, but whatever. Um, but she is actually genuinely shocked and upset and disturbed at what she did. JD, though, is loco crazy. Yeah, he's very obviously, like, knows what he wants to happen, and knows what to say to get Veronica to do it. Oh, and Veronica is like, oh, have you done this before? When when he suggests that she write the note and they frame it as a suicide and there's this weird pregnant pause. Pregnant. Pregnant. Pause. Pregnant pause. I don't like that. Yeah, I actually don't like that either. I don't know why I use that. Uh, there's this weird pause that, that uh, implies that maybe he has done this oh before. Oh my god, the English teacher is being super annoying about it as well and decides that it's appropriate to bring out Heather's suicide note for the entire English class to examine and uh she calls it like pathetic she refers to it as having pathetic beauty yes but no but pathetic is often like now it's like oh that's so pathetic that's so sort of uh, I'm trying to think of a word It's sort of, you pity, or whatever. But pathetic, in its original meaning, I want to say, means it conveys a lot of pathos, a lot of feeling. Oh, okay. So, I don't think that she meant, oh, like, look at this pitiful, like... Yeah, that's what I thought that she meant. Girl, I feel like I'm talking so unnaturally because I'm trying really hard to stop saying like. I haven't even noticed. Well, yeah. you're talking unnaturally. Um, but yeah, the English teacher... This reminds me of when... An English teacher called the psychiatrist on me, um, or the school psychologist, rather, and it's like, dog, I've, I've had this shit, I've been watching this shit for a while, you're a little late, but... 
Well, she called it on you for a poem, right? Yeah. For I, context. For context, yeah. So, yeah. No, it was kind of inappropriate, I think, but she asked us to write poems comparing two things that seem very different, and at the time, I thought it would be uh, unique to compare death to a dog, which I now know is kind of not unique into trope, but... I was like, oh, death is a dog that follows you around because you always know that you're going to die. You know, that's part of being alive, being human. That's you know, valid. Right. I thought so. And this I bitch, know this bitch, though. She was, like, oh, dramatic. She's literally the teacher in Heathers. Fake deep. Very fake much deep. fake deep. Yeah, so I went to the school psychologist, and the school psychologist was like, well, are you good? Are you depressed? Are you suicidal? And I was basically... Just like, yeah, I have this shit handled. Like, I go to therapy. Like, I'm. This poem was not an expression of any suicidal ideation. I just thought the dog was. Be careful with the sound. Oh, sorry. 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 No, you're fine. Um. But yeah, anyway. That was. That, that, that woman. Yo, she, she was irritating. She though. was so irritating. I think she pulled that on a, on a few people, though, that I know. One of our friends wrote a poem. And it, I think, got an award or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that his sister wrote. Yeah, no, but his sister didn't oh. write it. He wrote it. See, that's she, how rumors start. And she God accused damn. him And she accused him of having her his sister write it, and mm-hmm. it was really him. He wrote it. Yeah. And he was actually good at English, and I'm, it, it just, the whole thing was very, um, very rude. The way that she handled it was very rude. And he's actually a good writer. I'd read his other assignments before, and it was on the same po- like yeah. level that the poem was. But all of a sudden, because he got an award or something, and maybe he was like silly in class, she decided yeah. to make this whole thing. And I guess like other students found out. God, about and it. as someone who in in my English classes at least, and and history as well, I guess, but was did well or whatever and kind of minded my business and didn't or or appeared to be minding my business I got away with so much shit I got preferential treatment and it was yeah the teacher same. would be on the ass of like so many other people just because they maybe didn't participate in class or maybe their assignments weren't you know maybe they didn't put in enough effort which I mean I guess a teacher might as well punish but it would be like they would treat them with disdain almost yeah and it like in a really weird dehumanizing way that I don't like yeah no very much so high school a lot of teachers would say things that were just so out of line yeah and you should never address someone like that just because the sole base that they're a human being like you don't treat people like that just because we're kids just because we're teenagers doesn't mean we don't have feelings obviously we're gonna be acting silly sometimes and be immature and like uh, what do you expect from us we're fucking hormonal everything possibly embarrasses us to a horrible degree yeah um we're just trying to figure our shit out like please just cut us some slack it's ridiculous cut us some slack it's ridiculous most teachers i have no problem with though like even in college i feel like i give off like kind of a like a i'm baby vibe (laughs) so that and i'm only saying this because i've like just noticed so many instances where i'll get like different treatment like they kind of 
handle me with like more care, care than they do <laughs> other students and I've just noticed that like I know that I'm baby but I didn't realize that other people realize I'm baby like literally one time I was on my phone you are and, like, baby. I know one time I was on my phone on my phone in this class it was actually in Madrid and she like yell she would like yell at everyone who was on their phone and then I was on my phone and she literally comes up to me and she was like she was like, I'm sorry, if I let you be on your phone, then everyone gets to be on their phone, so can you please put it away? <laughs> she was basically saying that I'll let you, I would, if I could, let you be on your phone. If it didn't give, if it didn't give the wrong message to everyone else, you could totally just be, like, scrolling. I wouldn't Literally. Shit. She was, like, apologizing to me, and I was like, I literally just watched you ream some kid for the same thing. Like, <laughs> What is this? And, and it's that's what you when I realized. I think that's karma, though. I think it's for... I think it is, too. Yeah. I think that this is what you deserve. Um, okay. I want to record this conversation between Veronica and JD, where they're watching the news and people's reactions and making fun of it. You know, we were the same size, and sometimes we could borrow each other's clothes and mix it up. It was fun. Yeah. I remember I wonder... Um, a rhino at the 4-H club oh, you're fair. You're an asshole. Mute him. You know, we, we like the same kind of clothes. Heather, how many networks did you we run like to? We like a lot of the same things. It's just not going to be the same here without her. What are you talking about? You hated her. She hated you. Every English class, I look forward to seeing her. Heather Chandler's more popular than ever now. Scary stuff. Yeah. Hey, son, I didn't hear you come in. Hey, Dad. How was work today? It was miserable. Some damn tribe of withered old bitches doesn't want us to terminate that flea bag hotel. Huh. All because Glenn Miller and his band once took a shit there. Just like Kansas. You remember fucking Kansas? Yeah, that was the one with the wheat, right? Save the Memorial Oak Tree Society. <laughs> Showed those fucks. Yeah, 30 of those 4th of July fireworks attached to the trunk. Arraigned but acquitted. Gosh, Pop. I almost forgot to introduce my girlfriend. Oh. Veronica is my dad, Dad Veronica. Hi. Son, why don't you ask your little friend to stay for dinner? I can't. Uh, my mom's making my favorite meal tonight. Spaghetti. Lots of oregano. Oh, nice. Last time I saw my mom, she was waving from a library window in Texas. Right, Dad? Right. Son. Right. That was so bananas. I forgot about that scene and how uncomfortable that was. I like it though because it's a little peek into JD's experience yeah. or whatever and his dad being absolutely um a grading asshole. Gr a grading asshole. A That's grading exactly asshole. it. You found the words. Yeah. Uh and so I knew it when I said it. I, it just felt right. It, just, it was so right. It was so right. Being around those people when you're not used to them because I'm not is so unnerving so i so feel for veronica yeah it's oh my god and 
Jesus, and she goes to shake the dad's hand. You don't see this, obviously, because you're listening. And he's on the treadmill, so he just waves it away. He, like, doesn't go in. Yeah, it's so bizarre. And, yeah, I'm just thinking about all the times that I've been in situations like that. And it's, like... Yeah. You're, like, people like this really fucking exist. Straight up. And then JD, obviously, like, that's his father. He's grown up with that man. And he doesn't seem to have adapted the same mentality and the same right. um attitude that his father does but he definitely you can definitely tell that the way he acts is a reaction to the way he right. was brought up and the yeah. having that man as a father and that the so, mom apparently the mom got blown up in the dad's the library the texas window or whatever is they like demolished that oh, library? What? Yeah. I didn't so the remember mom this. Died. The mom died, Wait. and you don't really know like the exact circumstances. Oh, was it, it the type think. of thing where she was trying to preserve it? And I don't think so. Oh, it was just. A- I think she was trying to. I. It was either. I think it's alluded to that she was either trying to kill herself, <sighs> or like. I don't know, that maybe foul mm, play. Hence with JD's the dad. fixation on suicide. Yeah. I well, think yo, that she was, she was waving from a library window. Yeah. I didn't remember this at all. Or I, no, I never even noticed that as I have watched it. I think they, I think they talk about it more later. Like, I don't, I didn't no, get yeah, that from yeah. just that one scene. But, um, yeah, I think that, uh, it's interesting cool. that the dad is this really infamous, um, construct not construction worker but contractor like contractor developer developer like so he's constantly bl- like demolishing these buildings to make bigger oh brighter the original gentrifier ones. exactly so he kind of embodies that like if this were today we yo about. straight up but the weird thing is that jd paints himself initially as this type of rebel um Whatever, but... But I think he's rebelling against his father, obviously. Yeah, definitely, but also maintains the cynicism cynicism in the way that we understand it now of his father, or nihilism even. Um, And at the end of the day, capitalism is... That's a lot of isms. True story. Capitalism is nihilistic, I think. Um, Because, obviously, perpetual growth and expansion isn't feasible. We can't do that with economy, like, economies, period, but it's perpetuated by people at the top who are like, well, I don't really give a shit about anyone else but myself, I just gotta get mine and go, which I think is kind of nihilistic, because it's, yeah, it's just, you're not maintaining any morality. I sound like such a pretentious dick, but this is like, I don't know. No, but I think you're right. I think you're right, though. Uh, sound off in the comments if I sound like a pretentious dick. We all sound pretentious sometimes. Doesn't mean we are pretentious. But I I don't even think you do sound pretentious. I don't know why I just said that. Hey, queen. But, um, yeah, I just think, like, it's interesting. I think that he kills, he's killing these people because he thinks that they're morally bankrupt. Mm. And... He thinks that the world would be better off without them. And yeah. I think he definitely thinks that about his father. And This is very Freudian. <laughs> and then his father... But his father is also, like, destroying things that he doesn't think are worthy. 
So it's your it's very mind, interesting. Your yeah. mind. It's like he's being his father. He's being his father, he's but he's trying to not like, be. But he's being it in a way that follows his morality, follows his ideologies, but his ideology is also obviously flawed. What's the actor's name? Christian Slater? Christian Slater. He said that he was channeling Jack Nicholson in this role, which comes across 100%. As soon as I read that, yeah. I was like, oh, totally, because he, the way he spoke, his intonations or whatever, always reminded me of someone, and I can do it. It's very... I was just waiting until you... <laughs> Uh, finish talking. But pop it and then I'll say something. Oops, sorry. It, he, it was very, um, it was very much Jack Nicholson in The Shining after he's been possessed. Yeah. Very much. To a T. Almost an impression of it. Literally. Yeah. Like yeah. that scene in the, in the safe, whatever that thing is, st- quickie stop, whatever the fuck, like the 7-Eleven-esque place. Oh my god. Was very much Jack Nicholson. Yeah, totally. In the quickity stop, dickity stop. The quickity stop. I fucking love The Shining, and I don't know why, well, you know why I love it? Because it is one of the only horror movies that actually, like, quakes me to my core. Like, really? it deeply, deeply unsettles me. I think it's because, not because of the... Because I, I have fun Googling, oh, what does this symbolize in The Shining? What does it mean that there was a picture of him from a hundred years prior or whatever in the hotel? Does that mean he's been a spirit eternally trapped into this thing? But then, at the end of the day, it's about the horrors of domestic violence and how twisted and insidious it is, honestly. And I think that's why it's my... Favorite horror movie. Ironic that Stanley Kubrick was oh, the, and he uh, abused the shit out of Shelley Duvall and on while, the set while abusing. Like she maybe was never the same. Maybe he didn't get the theme of it all. <laughs> it's just so fucked. I mean, it's the Hitchcock thing of okay, let me just abuse this person so they give me the reactions I want. And it's, it's like that. Why are you even hiring actors? Just get someone off the street. Like, that's not fucking acting. Just ask them to act. That's and, what they signed up for. And, and they didn't sign up to be terrorized. Literally, like, wh- like, why do you think that your movie is more important than this person's mental well-being? Because nothing is going to be more important than that. That they're at Heather's, Heather's funeral... funeral. And every other other. Oh, yeah, everyone's being mad weird. Um, Yeah. Dear God, please make sure this never happens to me because I don't think I can handle suicide. Fast early acceptance into an Ivy League school and please let it be Harvard. Amen. Jesus, God in heaven, why'd you have to kill such hot snatch? It's a joke, man. Jeez, people are so serious. I prayed for the death of Heather Chandler many times. And I felt bad every time I did it, but I kept doing it anyway. Now I know you understood everything. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's really fun. They're literally sitting, like, standing in front of her dead body, like, grinning. Yeah. Because of, like, the things that they're thinking. Yeah. And, um, Heather McNamara literally goes to the basin of holy water and is <laughs> fixing her hair with it. It's... Yeah, she, like, touches it. Like, <laughs> touches, touches it her up. hair with the water. Oh, my jaw dropped. Um... And then she invites Veronica on a double date with the two jock boys. Yeah, the two idiots. That just reminds me of when I did a reading at church with a huge hickey on my neck. 
<laughs> and I thought that I was so stupid that I thought, first of all, I remember hickeys being a thing. Literally, literally, what? what was that? I mean, I did love to do I, the. I did love to flex them. Though. You I did, did. Love to do the hair up and be like, "Who me?" I got a little bit of satisfaction about that, just because I was convinced I was ugly in high school, and then I was like, "Look, there's someone who wants to like kiss my neck." But also, I just personally enjoy neck kisses, and it's like, well, what are you gonna do if you get like, like, how do people navigate that and not know. get hickeys? Um, but I just thought people would assume that it, my skin was being blotchy because, like, mm-hmm. I have kind of, like, blotchy skin sometimes. Uh, but no, everyone at church was extremely scandalized. And <sighs> can you do a bleep? Can I? Yeah, yeah. Beep. Said something about it to my mom. Of course she did. <laughs> of course she did. But it's like, what are you even going to be mad about? You know? It's not your business. It's not your business. I've been slut shamed by beep. Haven't oh, we all? Ha- listen, you're not a bad bitch living in beep. If you haven't been slut shamed by a local mom, a yeah. local mom. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, so then Veronica goes on the double date with the thing that's just so weird to me is that, but it's also not because I've been in these situations. But that Veronica just says yes to things that she fully doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the other girls are doing it. You not even the other girls. Also, JD oh, yeah. is, like, making her do all these stuff. And it is it is interesting because I feel like she is supposed to be this strong character. But and I think you have, a, you have a sense that she is that way. But maybe she doesn't, for some reason, feel like she can act on that. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it, eventually the end, she de- it, it's definitely a character arc where at the end she's like saving everyone and fucking off um JD and the Heathers and like fuck everyone. Yeah. So, she definitely like comes a long way, but in the beginning you even have a sense that she's this free thinker or whatever, yeah. but then she's doing what Well, the opening scene is her head in the croquet thing. Yeah. So, she's clearly being walked on by the Heathers. And I guess I can kind of get it more from but I mean, JD. Probably, it's like yeah. she just thinks she's hot. He, he's she hot. just thinks he's hot, and and but <laughs> she just thinks the Heather's are popular. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you stupid. She's bitch. like she's like <laughs> seduced by mm-hmm. JD and the Heather's and what they have to offer, and and so then they're on the date, and one of them, I think Ram or whatever, wants to. I think it's, like, Kurt. Is one of them Kurt? One of them's Kurt, one of them's Ram. I'm not sure which one wanted to get with, um... I think it was Kurt. I'm telling you for a fact that it was fucking Kurt. <laughs> okay, totally fine. Whatever you say. <laughs> Sounds good. Whatever you say. Um, and then Veronica's like, no, fuck off. Then all of a sudden, JD just appears out of the gloom and is like, Literally our love is God, let's go get a slushy. Literally. Oh, also, um, yeah, so they were just in a field tipping cows yeah. and the girls are... Uh, just Veronica just standing watching them which is such a mood I can't tell you how many times I've just sat in a room watching boys play video games like oh yeah literally so disturbing I hate it I hate it so much it's it's I'm like get me out of here no it's straight up triggering because that's what it was with Jack and Terrence oh my god I had to sit and watch and they wouldn't let me play um, me and, uh, Becca will, like, hang out at Tommy's a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. My, one of my best girlfriends will usually hang out at her boyfriend's house, and I'm friends with all of his friends, and it's fine, and it's fun, but sometimes they'll, like, be playing video games when we get there, 
and me and Becca cause a riot. I love that. A riot to get them to stop. And we you guys not are right. stand for and it. And it's one thing if you can do like a tournament where you're all playing, you know, uh, that's fun. If it's a game that you can do that with, like, I don't know, Mario Kart or whatever. But when they're playing a first person shooter, like yeah, we're not gonna all go around playing, and like, work sports on sports or something like a sports one or something. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. Though I will say, I have been guilty when I was younger, not when I'm a fully grown adult, where I would like be like, okay, let's all sit around and play Sims, which is a game you can obviously only um. You literally asked person. me to play Sims, like, two <gasps> nights ago. Okay, no, but that's different because it was just the two of us, and we both made characters. Yeah, also, I had a really hard time, but... <laughs> you did. But you just whispered you were to me. You over- We were under the influence of substances. I'll let you decide which ones. I literally- We were- And- Our MK. jaws dropped at our creations. At least mine. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I need to explain- <laughs> Okay, sorry. The emotional roller coaster that I was experiencing <laughs> while playing this game. Literally, okay, so we were under- We didn't even start the game, it was just character I'm, design. Yeah, so we were just making games, and I haven't played Sims- since probably m- middle school. Yeah. And the last version I played was Sims 2. You, you have... never played Sims 3? No. Oh, that's a big leap. And you have Sims 4, correct? Correct. Correct. Two <laughs> two games in between. And I'm on a substance that makes me particularly slow and unable to form cohesive thoughts. Guys. So I was trying to make a, like, a character make a sim and I literally couldn't do it there were so many <laughs> options I didn't know how to click anything I didn't know anything that I was doing um I kept asking MK like what am I trying to make like am I trying to make me am I gonna trying to make a specific like I didn't I couldn't fathom the concept <laughs> of like even what I was doing or what I was going for but you told the and audience it what you named the sim so long Oh, but I did name her um, X Ash Arch- Archangel. Yes, which, which or is Grimes' baby's name. Grimes' baby's name, if you guys didn't know, which is like X, the AE thing. And A 12. Yeah. 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 And, but it's pronounced X Ash Archangel. And we made her like this goth witch. She was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. One of her in her, I think, like. Best, like party outfit. She was wearing a hood, a black hood. Yeah. She had piercing green, like cat. She's snake like a eyes. druid. She was gorgeous, beautiful, breathtaking. Everything breathtaking, I be. like a weird cyber witch. And then your girl was like a fairy. I made yeah. She was a. She was beautiful. She was a member of the Tuatha Dé Danann. Girl, girl, <laughs> what go fist, go fist. I don't know what the hell that means. Me neither. What dog. that mean? Uh. And we literally never even played. Like we just made no, the sims. No, we just played them. You were, uh, you were like cr- making the house or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I made them like a fairy house to live in, and then Ash went home. <laughs> literally, Veronica. Yeah. So then JD utters the most iconic line of all time, and the way he says it, you're just like, okay, he's like joking around. But it's such a weird and intense thing to say. No, I don't think he was joking around at all. I want to know, like, actually, what he meant. He says. Our love, love is God. God. Our love is God. Let's, Let's go, go get a slushy. Which is meaning I think fuck he everybody means else. Like, yeah, he means like our union, like 
You're the only we thing I care about. We are God. We yeah. are God, and we're going to... I mean, they're literally acting out their will on these people by killing them. They're, like, that is very they're much being God. the simmers. Yeah, that's very much... Um, putting your sim in a pool and taking and deleting the ladders. <laughs> but they're real people, so... Okay, now I rarely listen to Neanderthals like Kurt Kelly, but he said that he and Ram had a nice little sword fight in your mouth last night. You know what I mean? Hmm? Ew! That son of a bitch! Right, so Same they time. start a rumor that Veronica sucked both their DDs, and... That is really, <laughs> they're really... They're peckers. <laughs> They're Johnsons. <laughs> They're Willie Nelsons. <laughs> um, and I would be murderous, to be fair, if no, that's really, that. really, really violent. I've never been violated in that way before. There's one thing to spread filthy rumors about me that are true. There's another <laughs> thing to spread rumors about me that are lies. Yeah. Because I'll I'll own up to anything, and I think oh, Veronica's yeah. that bitch too. She'll own up to anything. But if you're gonna put lies on my name, oh, and and how do you even it. counter it? Because if you're like, no, that's not true. That didn't happen. People are just going to assume you're embarrassed, and it's like, yeah. there's no way to really clear your name. Yeah. about like very because even if people like people will always have like doubts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so then JD is like, we're gonna have them shoot each other and stage it like. They were secretly lovers, and Veronica was like, mm, I'm not trying to kill another person. Mm-hmm. JD talks out of his ass and says these are these special German bullets that yeah. actually just tranquilize a person, and they go into the skin enough so that they bleed a little bit. But um, they won't kill them. But they won't and kill them. And she believes him hook, line, and sinker. Do you think she believes him or that she wants him. to believe him? I mean, I think it's probably both. Can you imagine someone coming up to you and being like, I mean, like, even your boyfriend or something coming up to you and being like, okay, this boy said this about you, we're gonna kill him. You would not, (laughs) if you were a normal person, you would not believe that they were being serious. Oh, a hundred percent. You know? Yeah. You would, and they made up this story about some bullets you've ever heard about, like, I feel like of course you would believe them. I think if they hadn't already literally killed another person, then it would be plausible that... And she, like, knows that was kind of his fault. But also... He's definitely killed before, by the way. At every school he's been to, he's definitely killed. He's been to seven schools. Seven schools in seven states. You know how easy it is to just be like, oh, well, there were, uh... Suicide. There's suicide at the school, suicide at that school. Because there's, yeah. like, probably... It is. Everywhere, you know? Yeah. So, Veronica believes him that these bullets aren't actually real, or whatever the fuck. And they go forward with their plan, and the two jocks, Veronica's acting like they're about to have a threesome in the woods behind the school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, early morning before class. Um, which, if that actually were... What was happening? Like, what an awful time what an for awful anything time. of that nature. Can you imagine it's like having two dicks in your mouth and then going at six to in the morning, homeroom? And then going to homeroom with your math teacher and just sitting... Girl. Yeah, I mean, if that is something you're, you can wake up and feel prepared to do, like, first thing in the morning, then Good I salute you. you. Then Good I for salute you, you, girl. But I'm not in the headspace to do anything. No. Until noon, at least. <laughs> And so then they die, the police come and chase them, but the police are two idiots, which, not to be, um, 
I'm I was gonna say not to be a hater, but you know what I am gonna be a hater. Small town police be forces absolutely would just be like, oh, there's a suicide note. Okay, this is a joint suicide, you know? Like not gonna well, take it any further. If you've never dealt with a As a listener of uh not even a listener, I listened to one <laughs> podcast about <laughs> about um true crime and MFM? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? My Favorite Murder. MK suggested it to me. It's really great. Cop, small town cops constantly biff the uh, crime scene. Oh, 100%. They biff it. And I've they never it heard the word too. biff before. I don't know if it's a real word. I invented it. It's when you fuck something Bungle. up. Yeah. They fumble the bag. They be bungling. They be fumbling. I think and... biffed is a word, though. Whether it is or not, it is now. And you know what, like... And they, in this episode, in this show, they're, uh, touching the guns and shit. They're touching the guns. Is But also, this is the 80s. I don't even know if that was, like, standard procedure uh, at that point. I literally don't know. They might have not know. done fingerprints. I literally... They, they might have, didn't. but they might not have. I don't even know. But That's also, like, you know, not that I'm saying that I'm the biggest, uh, fan of the police in any context, but... You know, when they, when it's a small town thing and then they decide, like, okay, we're going to call in the county to, like, help handle this, you know, it's like, there is value in that because if you've never dealt with that type of scene before. Oh, yeah, before, how can you be expected yeah. to make calls like that? Yeah, but. Literally the way that they figure, I mean, there is, like, a suicide <laughs> note and everything, but, like, they're the nail in the coffin, no pun intended, is that there was a bottle of mineral water on the scene, and they were like, yes, they are homosexuals. This movie is so dark because of the way that it portrays Reaganite America, and, like, this is the level of, uh... Literally like, using masculinity and... Stereotype, yeah. And the blind spots that they have for in this, like, Reaganite ideology against them. yeah. It's like, it's dark as fuck. Um, but it's calling them out, and we love that. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't even know. JD definitely shows his ass as a homophobe. Um, <laughs> I think, at least. Maybe not even a homophobe, but just like annoying like and being like oh we're gonna leave a postcard of joan crawford at the yeah scene. i know like, it was definitely annoying like a postcard of joan crawford i was like low-key kind of excited for <laughs> like i literally was like oh this is gonna be good because i didn't remember what was in the goodie bag that right. they prepared and i thought like there was gonna be some serves there was gonna be some good jokes in there they were like just so surface level i was like have you met a gay person before it's kind of amazing how... But maybe that's the point? I don't know. Right, it's like they're turning... He's definitely not an ally. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. JD. J- you heard it here first. That's like... Murder I can handle. Homophobe? Hell no. That's like the the It uh, 2 thing where the clown is homophobic or something and everyone's like, Pennywise is cancelled. And it's like, <laughs> he wasn't before. Dear Diary... My teen angst bullshit has a body count. The most popular people in school are dead. Everybody's sad, but it's a weird kind of sad. Suicide gave Heather depth, Kurt a soul, Ram a brain. I don't know what it's given me, but I've got no control over myself when I'm with JD. 
Are we going to prom or to hell? So basically, you know, Ram and Kurt were killed. It was deemed a double homicide, a double suicide. And Veronica is pissed at JD for lying to her. And she, you know, is like, I'm an idiot. I don't know how I could believe you. And then he starts, I guess, gaslighting her or just is, saying, I feel like he, I mean, I think it can he was be gaslighting. Both. Well, you know, it's interesting because it's like, do you, does it count as gaslighting if that's what the if person that's what genuinely believe. believes? And I yeah. think JD believes. I think you that's the thing. But wanted I wanted to it believe be it both. because, or you believed it because you wanted to believe it. And Veronica's like, I did not, I did not, but then doesn't break up with him immediately. Oh, and in an insane a turn or whatever she like burns herself with a lighter yeah. and then while her skin is still burning her flesh is still burning jd lights his cigarette with her hand yeah unhinged unhinged, unhinged. he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't give a fuck he's like living in a video game almost he is fully living in a video game he he's living in an alternate reality he does not accept this reality <sighs> and the results are not Excellent. No. Um, and then, but she notably, they go to the funeral together and they laugh at the father's, it's kind of, I remember watching that for the first time and not thinking, like, I know it's meant to be darkly funny, the guy going, I love my dead gay son, uh, the, the yeah, dad, but I, but thought I that was like actually kind of beautiful. I thought oh, that was genuinely beautiful. The first time I watched that, I started sobbing. Really? Yeah. Because. It was a little gay in you. <laughs> He loved his dead gay son. He didn't care that he was exactly, gay. Exactly, and was, that's beautiful. I think so. I always did, and I still do. Yeah. I don't give a fuck that they laugh. They're fucked up for They're that. They're fucked up for that. And then Veronica makes eye contact with, like, the little sister. Who's, who's crying, crying. Understandably, her brother just died. And then I think that humanizes them for her. Yeah. They, she sees her other than these, like, abstract objects or toys Or, or people who were, you know pretty unkind to her which yeah yeah they definitely were but, but does that make their lives mean. not valuable at all no yeah yeah and so then there's that and then veronica's at jd's house jd's dad comes in and is bragging about how he's demolished whatever historical sites so he can build new developments and um Veronica asks JD if he even likes his dad, and JD says, I've never given the matter much thought, but I liked my mom, who he describes that she committed suicide by walking into a library that he was about to, that his father was about to blow up. So, okay, you can see why JD is so... Has this fixation with suicide. Suicide, murder, morality... Because he probably feels, my mom was a good person. She didn't she deserve to die. Why are these bad people? My dad, he probably has resentment towards his dad. Oh, he definitely wants to kill his dad. Yeah, because but... his dad is essentially, in his brain for sure, the reason that his mom died. Right. and But it mirrors it because it's his dad is blowing up these buildings that he thinks are meaningless or not valuable. And other people fight to preserve, you know, they're these yeah. historical sites. And JD is doing that with people who he thinks yeah. are Aren't value, yeah, don't have any alive, value. Make yeah. the world uglier and worse. 
Totally. Um, and so then Veronica... And he thinks he's doing the world a service, essentially. Yeah. And then Veronica breaks up with him, and it's this really weird moment where he then grabs her and kisses her, and... She's, like, fighting to get she away. She fights to get away, but then for a little he bit is kissing him again. back. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't... I mean, obviously, doesn't make what J.D.'s for doing For the first... Right. Yeah, for the first, like, two seconds, she... It seems like she's falling back into the situation, but then she, like, gets herself together, and she pulls away. Because she even says in her diary, and yes, she, like, which I, I was have about no to control say. over yeah, myself it's, she, when it comes she to J.D. is... But it seems like she acknowledged that and she's finally gotten control. Right, well, she's fighting And this fighting is, it. like, the turn, that's, like, the, going into Act 3, like, the turn of events, that's when uh, she decides Love when you done. know, love when you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is Act 1, this is Act 2, this is Act 3. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say the diary entry, she's reflecting it and is saying, my teen angst bullshit, now his body count, she's done really bad things, but I think she also acknowledges it was under the influence of JD and she needs to get mm-hmm. away from this person. But and also that's so interesting to say my teen angst bullshit has a body count. Like, Oh my god. Excellent what a loaded line. line. That would be a great girl. line of a poem. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. I, it's just, it reminds me of something my mom said to me when I was like, I want to die. And she was, this was when I was in high school. And she was like, <laughs> she got angry at me. She was like, this is suburban teenage uh bullshit like Like, yeah it doesn't matter and i'm like you know granted could she have been kinder in that moment yeah of course but it sunk in and she was right when i first watched this must have been 15 16 whatever i didn't find jd attractive at all i never did now i do moments in the movie where i find him attractive moments split seconds i just you find him overall attractive though yeah, and I I think it also, though, has to do a lot with his style. I think it's cute. Yeah, um, it is. And his sense of humor. Um, I just pray to God that I never Fall find myself the in the situation murder. Veronica's in. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. However, I'm sure we will, though. No. <laughs> you know, say what you will about me, I don't but have that much faith in myself. I don't know. I do. With dudes, I definitely do. Because I don't really put up with a lot. I love that for you. It's that makes the truth. me extremely happy. Well, I see people... And you shouldn't. I see people, wonderful girls, whatever, who are with these guys That's who the thing. are... Even if they're not awful or whatever, it's like they're nothing special, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, see, and I don't see you like, or I don't see the person like really like visibly like loving them or really coming alive when they're around or whatever. And I'm, why would you date someone who you're not crazy about? Yeah. You know, it's insane to me. But also, I've had one boyfriend before, and it was more of we were friends and we both thought the other person was cute so you know might as well date date. and it was nice but it didn't end up working because we weren't you know crazy about each other um and we were both wildly immature which makes sense when you're a teenager um yeah but now it's like I wouldn't date someone if I didn't actively like adore them you know yeah but I mean, I have such a hard time speaking on stuff like that because I've never been in a serious relationship. Yeah. So, 
who knows, you know? Do you think there's a reason why you haven't, or... I mean, I've never... You've just never felt really that way about someone. Yeah, I've never really felt that way about someone. I've never gotten, like, that close with well, a Well, good on you for not yeah. just dating someone for the hell of it, you know? Or or even if you are dating someone for the hell of it, I'm not saying that there that's was a no bad one, thing. There was no one that wanted to date me for the hell of it either. And they were all my friends, and I love them dearly, and I'm still really oh, good but friends so... with all of them. But I would never date any of them, exactly. Well, yeah, you're, like, a kind of... You're I an eccentric genius, so exactly. it's, it's like, you know. I need someone who can keep up. Right, and these, you know, the local guys. Who can decipher my, uh. <laughs> who understand you're not on this plane of reality. Exactly. <laughs> who can decipher my 3 a.m. nonsensical mad genius hieroglyphics that you're able to decipher. I levitate. Period. Um, that exists on not the same plane as me, but a different plane that is you also and I, not Earth. Yes. <laughs> you and I are not on the same plane, oh, but we're both not. also not on Earth. Exactly, and that's all I need. I don't want someone on the same plane as me. I'm a crazy motherfucking bitch. I don't want someone I was messaging like me. my friend Hannah, and we were just talking about crazy shit, and I know this is so corny where it's like, oh, like... I'm thinking about things, and I'm so random and deep. Like, I'm thinking about aliens and shit. It's like, okay, yeah, and... But literally me and my friend Hannah were talking about just, like, really weird stuff and, like, simulations and varying paradigms and karmic things where, oh, this is something that I'm... I Like, it's crazy. I've lived through this for multiple lifetimes, this feeling, and I'm like, word... That's what you're thinking about right now. I'm kind of thinking about um, <laughs> that there's like multiple versions of me existing at once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which I'm you sure. You know it's... what it is? It's like not even blinking an eye at another person's yeah, totally craziness. Even I have if it's the not perfect... something you subscribe or believe in exactly. yourself, it's just being like word, word, word. No, I had literally one time I cut off a huge chunk of my <laughs> hair. <laughs> I cut off a huge chunk of my hair to do a bleach test because I wanted to dye the front two pieces of my hair blonde. I ended up doing this, but at the it time... It looked really good, by the way. And I miss it, but my mom convinced me to dye it back. And I sent a picture of the piece of hair thinking like, oh, they're going to see what my hair looks like when it's bleach. I send it to them. They're all freaking out. They're like... Why did you cut that hue? Why did you... And it wasn't even that big. It was... But it was like, you know, a lock of hair. That's how I would describe it. It wasn't a chunk. It was a lock. Defo a lock. A defo a lock. And um, they were all like, why did you do that? Your hair's gonna be fucked up. And I was like, okay, shut the fuck up. Um, do like the color of it. I was like, so... I was like, okay, I get it. But, you know, it's cut off of my head. What am I gonna do? Glue it back on? No. And I send it to MK... I don't even remember you said, but it wasn't You anything asked about, about the color, and I was like, no, I really like the color. You should do that. You should yeah. bleach it that way. <laughs> she did not acknowledge for a second the fact that there was just a lock of my hair cut off in the middle of my bathroom counter. It wasn't like I thought it was a big deal and just neglected to say anything. I just, it didn't even register as, like, a thing to me. And it didn't register as a thing to me, either. <laughs> but where did you I cut it from? I was shocked. 
like the crown of my the back of oh, my head. Okay. It literally has not caused any problems. It's whatever. My mom also told me to do it. My mom lives on another plane too. Though. I love, but your mom. that's what I'm like. That's what I mean. Like, so why would mom. I? Why would I ever expect anyone to not to bat an eye? But they did. Which love them, you know. They keep me sane. Whatever. Oh, totally. Like they if keep I me had young. no one in my life, I need people to check me. Of course. Before a teenager decides to kill himself, there are certain facts that he should know. After all, this is a decision that affects all of us. And there's only one chance to get it right. Turn that back on. Can't you see? These little programs are eating suicide up with a spoon. They're making it sound like it's a cool thing to do. Are you trying to tell me it is not a time for troubled youth? Stand up straight. All we want is to be treated like human beings, not to be experimented on like guinea pigs or patronized like bunny rabbits. I don't patronize bunny rabbits. Treated like human beings? Is that what you said, little Miss Voice of a Generation? Just how do you think adults act with other adults? You think it's all just a game of doubles tennis? When teenagers complain that they want to be treated like human beings, it's usually because they are being treated like human beings. Yeah, well, I guess I picked the wrong time to be a human being. Well, you will live. Extremely unsettling. All right, so where did we leave off? Um, they broke up, I think. They broke up. They broke up, and then the bulimic Heather, essentially, like, she's... <laughs> Okay, fuck you for referring to her that way. Girl, uh, the yellow she had Heather. no. She, oh, okay. oh, no, she even. wasn't yellow. She was the other color, green. Whatever, the bulimic Heather. <laughs> That's literally the only way she was characterized yeah. in the beginning. Which and I was, don't even know if we told you guys, but yeah, um, I don't think the we green did. Heather, sure. Um, no, and she was like just sort of seemed meek and whatever, and then JD essentially. Is like, she was like the red Heather's punching bag. Yeah, and yeah. JD goes to her. Red Heather dies and blackmails her, which is insane. That with she, a picture of her and Martha Dumtra when they were kids, the girl that they, that were they bully when they were little kids and friends, which seems very trivial to me, but whatever. I almost in this universe, I guess it's wanna like interview my mom about the 80s because she wasn't in high school in the 80s but like were they really this insane like was this that fucking bananas like i feel like probably i'm i mean i don't yeah i mean the 2000s were crazy like (laughs) yeah and they were even more intolerant in the 80s yeah exactly but um, intolerance makes you do crazy fucking thing girl if i who knows where i'd be if i didn't find little weird corners of the internet where i could like relate to other people i mean mostly rookie mag but you know like blogs and stuff like like imagine just feeling like your town is the entire world Mm -hmm. unhinged and imagine feeling like high school is the entire world and i definitely did feel like that but seeing just I don't know, just taking that and running with it and thinking, oh, I'm going to dominate this bitch. And then basically, yeah, I had my weird relationship with high school for sure, but 
definitely could uh, see beyond it. What's it called? Um, but what I mean by that is literally Heather's line where Veronica's like, why are you such a mega bitch? And Heather says, because I can be. It's, she's living out her fantasy. Mm. This is what she wants in life. But the thing that I also, I think... The humanity, man. Oh, the humanity. But I think that this movie gets it wrong in the sense that it makes everyone seem extremely vapid and self-serving. And vindictive. And I don't think people are truly like that. Like, Lord of the Flies, right? I agree. Lord of the Flies, it's a bunch of boys on an island, and they're British boys, and they eventually, you know, murder three of them, and it's insane, and granted, I think that that has worth as sort of an indictment of British uh, values and sensibility. But you don't want to think that that is their Well, it happened. Uh, no, but it happened. There were six boys who were stranded on <laughs> an island in... 1966 and they basically made a pact to never quarrel which you know never fight and look after one another and they survived for a fucking year these are 11 year olds and lived harmoniously i'm gonna cry yes honestly when you think of it we are uh hairless beings with big heads and weak bodies and we I'm literally, literally about to cry right now. Do it. We're only where we are because we are on each other's teams and believe in community and root for each other. And I think that's where this world has gone wrong is that we sort of think like, oh yeah, people only get where they are because uh, they look out for themselves. And I think then Heather probably represents that mentality. Like you totally. Know, the worst. She's a. She's a. Um... I don't know what the word I'm looking for, and just an exaggeration of of that mentality. So JD says to, JD basically is blackmailing uh, the other Heather and is saying, I'm going to release these photos, and she's quaking, but he's like, I don't need anything from you at the moment. I just need you to take old Heather's place and be a huge, terrifying tyrant. Um... I would love to talk to the writer of this movie and talk about his own high school experience because, honestly, as an in-betweener, and I'm proudly, like, someone who had one foot in the popular crowd and another foot in the, you know, geeky crowd, I mean, I think both are, it's... Fucked up. I mean, everyone's fucked up in there. I was gonna say both, like pretty valid and just people wanting to hang out with their friends and go about their business i mean i think that there was definitely more misogyny and more like you need to be hot if you're a girl and you need Mm -hmm. to you know get a ton of girls if you're a guy whatever um but all of the girls i was friends with in the group i totally saw as people and it wasn't like they were like sociopathically obsessed with being in charge it was just that was just their life Heather McNamara, I want to say, is the girl's name. She calls into a radio station being like, God has cursed me, I think. The last guy I had sex with killed himself the next day. Failing math. My whole life is a mess. The other Heather, who is now becoming the head bitch in charge, um, spreads it around school that she called into the radio station. 
Holy shit, we'll crucify her. And then everyone's making fun of her, which is it's sort so- of the thing that makes this very unrealistic to me is that if you're at a school where you are like valorizing these people who have died by suicide you're not going to just make fun of someone who's expressing those issues at all you're going to be hypersensitive hypersensitive and even even make it a thing where you play it up where you're like i was so i'm i'm gonna be so good and nice to her because She's feeling this way and having these feelings, like, maybe playing it up and shit. Um, and this is, yeah, this is the point in the movie where I'm, like, things are not really hitting, things are not being really that realistic. I think that the way that people are responding to suicide initially is, hits close to home for me, at least. Yeah. I think that it portrays it in a way that, people don't actually care or or only mm-hmm. care about themselves and that's just not that's the just case not the case at of all course. yeah yeah i think that we are probably more of a humanist film lovers and this is more of a campy which i can i love a campy film but when it's about a topic as heavy as suicide i do appreciate a more humanist approach and that's all I'm going to say about that. As you transfer more wine over. Red Heather, uh, Heather Duke, uh, says, Veronica, have you heard? We were doing Chinese at the food fair when it comes over the radio that Martha Dump Truck tried to buy the farm. <laughs> she belly flopped in front of a car wearing a suicide note. Is she dead? No, that's the punchline. She's alive and in stable condition another case of a geek trying to imitate the popular people of the school and failing miserably and veronica loses it and slaps her and veronica feels responsible because she's like i started this in terms of you know staging these suicides come on and, and making these valorizing these people and that it's like oh shit is it catching on and that martha feels like if she died people would look at her as a person and it's really really sad that's so sad and heather let's say green heather is trivializing it again like this just seems really unrealistic because i think that it's rare that a person is that cold they hear about their friend and then the green heather who's now like the head bitch in charge tells everyone about it and everyone's making fun of her and then veronica realizes she's leaving class with like a bottle of pills or something and is then going to try and kill herself in the bathroom and veronica then goes and stops the uh i guess i think heather mcnamara yeah yellow heather heather mcnamara she's cheerleader and stops her and talks her through it which it's She's, nice. It's a sweet moment, for it's sure. It's definitely a sweet moment, but the thing that I feel about is also, it's like, I don't know, I mean, suicide contagion definitely is a thing. Yeah. But I think the way that they're portraying it with Yellow Heather, with Heather McNamara, is, is that it's like, oh, it's, a, it's yeah. a trend, so let me just do, and it's like, uh, but also it's like she's going through the grief of losing two important people in her life one of her best friends and, and her also boyfriend she's being bullied by everyone she's like she, she's like if i die it will give me 
Yeah. People will think of me in a good way. Yeah. Right now they think of me in a horrible God, way. God, this shit is so dark. It's uh, so fucking dark. And then Veronica goes home and her parents say that JD was like stopped by and said that he was worried about her and that she might be suicidal and to keep her away from certain things or whatever. And then Veronica just like goes up to her room goes to sleep and then you see JD outside of her house like packing a gun into his coat and climbing up her window and then it goes in and Veronica's hanging from like a chandelier or something um he reveals his evil plan he reveals his evil straight up classic though the villain Cla- right the villain being like, like i'm like the villain telling like, you exactly you, what they're trying to do i was like don't you dare do this trope right now don't you dare do it but they did it honestly but at though the it same makes time, sense if you think sense, the person's dead it fits in with the story and also it had to happen because how would she then know the evil plan to stop it but he so what's his evil plan well he says first of all oh you didn't have to do this. Yeah, I was planning on killing you, but at first I was going to try and persuade you, and I loved you. So basically, he got uh, Heather Duke, Green Heather, to get everyone to sign a petition. And they think that the petition is to get the band Big Fun, uh, which, which we, is haven't like sort of a, we haven't even yeah. unpacked. It's like a thing in the, in the movie that's like, you know, vaguely mentioned every now and then that there's a band called Big Fun that ins- is it inspired by the suicides in the town, or I don't even fucking know. I think it was before the suicides even happened. I, yeah, I don't know, but it's called Teenage Suicide Don't Do It. That's like a hit song, and everyone's wearing Big Fun t-shirts. I, I feel like it was inspired by um, it's the like, first one. I, I will, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I think it was a thing before, and yeah. I think it's it's insin it's insinuated by the mom by uh veronica's mom that like suicide is like the moment you know Mm. like it's a thing right now this band is singing about it and now it's happening in their school and like it's a whole thing yeah but it could have totally happened after i'm not sure. yeah i mean who knows it's it doesn't really matter but the song is a thing yeah and so that she thinks she's collecting signatures to get the band come and perform um and jd's actual note before it is a whole thing saying that they have all decided to a suicide pact yeah a suicide pact of the entire grade of the school to kill themselves and his plan was for himself and veronica to not be uh at the prom while that happened to stand outside and there was something he's like we could have roasted marshmallows together you know meaning that like on the he's so sick burning building yeah yeah. full of their classmates yeah sick in the head obviously and again it like kind of hits for me that she's you know 16 he's 19 because she's just that much younger where it's like i kind of look to you as cool inherently is it that age difference in the movie 
I don't know. Is she meant to be a what? What grade? She's is meant it? to be a junior. Oh, she's meant to be a junior. Okay. So I then, don't know what he is. Yeah. So, but you know the difference Either between way, a junior and senior is whatever. Yeah. She's a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> and so, but she's heard this plan because she's not actually dead. She's just newsflash staged it. I don't know. She like wrapped she a wrapped sheet a around sheet her, around waist, her waist, waist and then like faked it around her neck and hung herself up. Yeah. And so he says his evil plan, then uh, hops out the window. And then the parents are like, Veronica, Veronica, dinner. And then the mom walks up to the room. Which is the part that we found. We both were really disturbed by it. That's that's what spurred our whole rant before. Yeah, where it's her like... Her mom walks into her uh, assume, uh, appearingly dead daughter. God. Um, and just... Girl, is like That's I should. She she's like I should have let you take in that job at the mall. I was just so nervous about you coming home late at night, and and just the awful like fact that a parent a parent just seeing their is, child yeah and is going to blame themselves period when they shouldn't, um, but obviously as a parent you will yeah um, and. It just was really sad, but it was kind of, like, jokey then. Veronica, like, jumps off and is like, oh, what's going on, Mom? Like, girl, my mother would... Oh. That, it's just really dark. My mom really would dark. send me to an institution like that, and I wouldn't blame her. Oh, That's God, you should. That's to girl, do to yeah, someone. It's, it's really, really... Really dark. Really dark, really upsetting. Because this movie is, like, super... The thing is that it's, like, super campy and super exaggerated and blah, blah, blah. But, like, at the end of the day, it is about suicide. And so, obviously, we're going to take that seriously. Well, so, the ending of this movie is she goes to school. And it's actually, like, I don't know. What I appreciate is there's a lot of tension. Like, it's... Between who? Oh, just in general. Just like, in like, general. like, Veronica versus the world where she knows that he, that JD has a plan to this kill everyone plan. in the yeah. school. Um, and she goes in fully intending, balls to the wall, to to stop this plan, to save yeah. the day by herself. Uh, knowing what she's getting into, knowing what she's up against. Huge legend. Honestly, huge, this is, this is uh, the... Uh, character development that we didn't know... We didn't know was gonna happen, but we didn't. Was, I yeah. I didn't. Yeah, you wouldn't think that she had it in her. Um, you didn't think it was gonna be that kind of story, but well, the original script had it that they all have prom and JD blows up or or JD blows up the school and they all have prom in heaven. Um, and I think I would have rather them just have blown up the school and that been it. Have prom in heaven. I like, think it's meant to be, like, darkly funny or whatever. I don't I know. I mean, I, I guess I would have to see the execution. But right. I'm thinking, like, if you've ever seen This is the End. Have you ever seen that movie? I have. It's been a minute, but love that movie. Oh, love that movie. No, <laughs> no tea, no shade. Yeah. That movie is great. I watched it recently. I'm oh, oh. obsessed with that movie. They are but in heaven. But at the end, when they're in heaven, it's, it's like a big boys. party. Yeah. 
excellent. That's, that's more what I'm thinking. Um, no, yeah. Obviously, was... it wouldn't be that, but I, I just can't imagine oh, how totally. they would execute it. That's so vague. Well, I just... To say prom in heaven. And I think that it's, like, kind of a triumph where Veronica's so lost, and she's with these extremely cruel friends, and then someone who's even more cruel comes along, who is fucking murderous, uh, and so she's with that for a little bit, and then at the end chooses her own, uh, destiny as such, but she goes to school, and JD thinks she's dead, um, and there's a pep rally, she goes to the boiler room, which she finds out is under the school, to stop JD, he's attaching- Which is under the gym- gymnasium. Yes, and- Where everyone is. Right, and he's attaching bombs or whatever. And she, she surprises him. She surprises him. He knees her in the head, I guess, or something. He's beating her up and then is kissing her at the same time. And oof, the violence romance connection uh, is very disturbing. And she doesn't want to, but she does shoot him in the finger. Shoot him. Well, she shoots his finger off, first of all. <laughs> and then. She kind of shoots, she shoots him in, like, the side or the stomach or something. Right in the chest, it almost seems. But she, she right. hits him in the abdomen. And the bomb stops. So she stops, yeah. walks out and there's the pep rally going on, but they heard the gunshot. So everyone's kind of like, no, oh, oh they no, they didn't. No. They didn't. Sorry, I'm so No, wrong. no, you're fine. So they didn't, she walks out and then JD has a chest bomb thing he he ends up walking out too she thinks it's all over he walks out he has this like weird monologue where he's like pretend i did blow up the school all the schools (laughs) now that you're dead what are you gonna do with your life and she just pulls out a cigarette yeah. He, you know, gives her a knowing smile, starts his own self-bomb. Suicide bomb, yeah. Suicide bomb. Um, it actually trips up. He has to, like, bang on it. And, and she has a little giggle. It's all very campy of them and all very cynical. And eventually he blows up and Everyone Veronica's cigarette is lit. She's covered in smoke. Everyone runs out of the uh, gymnasium. Veronica walks in, bumps into Heather. Heather goes, Veronica, you look like hell. Veronica says, Yeah, I just got back. Rips out her scrunchie, the uh, red uh, leader, a symbol of leadership, symbol of, of popularity, rips it out of her hair, puts it in says heather my love there's a new sheriff in town she's absolutely terrifying she knows who she is she knows what she wants and then um, she goes by martha goes up to martha in a um motorized wheelchair, wheelchair yeah, yeah because she has been injured um and is like hey martha my date for the prom kind of flaked out on me which is a you know the joke because her prom date just blew himself up I was wondering if you were doing anything that night. Maybe we could rent some new releases, pop some popcorn. And Martha's like, I'd like that. 
and then and it then ends, they walk off into the sunset together. which okay yes gorgeous in execution but something that sort of just jumped to mind is that with martha and with betty it's sort of this weird infantilization of them it was a little tactless a little tactless it's like it's like they're it's like not to just think that, babies to think, waiting yeah. for someone to treat them like human, or waiting for the if popular I, girls to notice them. Like, they they fully have their own just lives. Just imagine if you had walked up to, like, a random person <laughs> that you'd never spoken to before in high school and been like, hey, do you want to watch a movie with me? They would fucking, like, look at you like you had two heads. Totally. I mean, it's maybe... It's not... One, the blanks in my head that I'm going to fill... Is that they've been, like, friendly, her and, and Martha or whatever. Like, yeah. maybe in class have talked, so... Also, it's like, you know, what message is it trying to send? I I recognize that we're trying to, you know, uh, poke, poke holes in I don't even in, think we're trying to poke holes. I think we're just I trying mean, to there apply are... it to our own experiences and, like, what would have yeah been realistic... I feel bad, I just feel bad being so critical, because I, I understand what they're trying to do, but at the same time, it's like, and also, when you, when you over-exaggerate, over-exaggerate like that, sometimes you do people a disservice, and I think that they did Martha Dumbtruck a disservice. I think Martha, Martha, what's her, what's her name? I don't even know, so. It's something. (laughs) But, yeah, no, it's like, Martha is a human being and it's not exactly. like she's been waiting all this time for maybe veronica she sawyer like to a- veronica <laughs> no it veronica's be- kind of a c-word so um <laughs> it would be she an probably iconic- doesn't even fucking like her it would be an iconic ending if veronica was like my prom date kind of flaked you want to like just hang out and watch movies and, and like, martha, martha, martha was like, like no fuck you why that would have no. been more realistic literally <laughs> yeah i mean no it narratively it is excellent and also uh but recognize that like <laughs> girl they're girl. not just waiting around for you to throw them a bone right and i'm sure veronica was like the nice popular girl compared yeah. to the heathers and whatnot but yeah she, she yeah <sighs> this is a crazy movie though like it is crazy exactly and we're just trying to make sense i think our being of a generation where we have we're films and art that are really upfront about the dark human side experience of, yeah. yeah and especially for younger people it's sort of like okay Who become so comfortable um not even become so comfortable but just aware of their own feelings and how that impacts the way that they view the world and not yeah. being afraid to examine you know the darkness the dark feelings that you have and everything totally yeah and to trivialize those feelings is not something that we are used to and maybe that's what their experience that's what this generation's uh, experience was, but that's definitely not a and reflection of our experience. And I don't even think experience. it's that, okay, we can't laugh at it. We no, that's def- not it at all. <laughs> we definitely can't. It's just... Um, I mean, that's all we fucking do. That's, that's all, all we Twitter do. is. Yeah. I think that here's... Let's look on the bright side. Is that we are... At least our generation, we look at from the least popular to the most popular people, whatever, they're all humans. They all have 
negative, positive emotions, conflicting emotions about these things. Um, And and we're used to portrayals that are diving deep that way, so that I think that's... And I feel like in the beginning, we were having a lot of fun with it and all of these things. And then it was like, oh, this is getting dark. Shit hit the fan. This is getting weird. Yeah. 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 But I also think it's it's, um, important to... Note that this was a contrast to the other films of the time, as we said before. Exactly, yeah. The, like, romanticized high school experience. And all I want um, is a boyfriend and to be loved and maybe popular, you know? Like, yeah, shit like that. And it's exactly. Like, and then I will be happy. Mm-hmm. And Veronica is, has that, and, and she's deeply unhappy. <laughs> you know, if anything, I would hope that this puts a magnifying glass on suit on teen suicide something that was definitely happening that was probably not talked about at all yeah so i hope that this was some progression forward from that yeah totally this is a smart fucking movie don't get me wrong smart ass dialogue smart ass characters winona ryder's portrayal of commentary on society and as you know society do be fucked up we do live in a society. No way. <laughs> I don't live in a society. We do live in a society. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys live in a society, but as we've established, we, we live on not. a different astral plane, so... Um, okay, but I have to commend Winona Ryder's portrayal, Veronica. It's oh, so excellent. I mean, all the actors were... Christian Slater is JD, bone-chilling, but also hot. <laughs> <laughs> So I commend you for that. Um, oh my god, he's a natural born killer too. Which I he actually... just has like a serial killer persona. <laughs> Girl, I'm looking up his uh dis. I was gonna say discography, right his filmography, or whatever the hell. Don't, <laughs> don't. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to. Ash just showed me a recent photo of him. Uh, it's a really bad photo, though. Like, I picked an especially bad one. He's not actually that <laughs> ugly. Like, Listen. he's he's cute. He's cute. He's an adult man. He's cute. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> he's a middle-aged man. And there was a uh, not great photo he of him. He just has, like, full-on Scorpio energy. Oh, yeah. Not to diss Scorpios. Like, I'm fully um trying to... Never mind. Bag of Scorpio? <laughs> Bag of Scorpio currently uh, yeah. in my real life. But he does give off Scorpio energy. Like Oh, the character 100% It scares does. you, but it, it tantalizes you <laughs> for sure. And on so that we're gonna note, go get- yeah, we're going to go get twisted on some substances, but... We love you guys. We love you guys. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. Bye.